Hey everybody, how you doing today? We're here in Big D's Party Palace. Me and Ben Ami. My name is Rich Wright. We're here with you for uh, El Chiqueño Presents Almost Live. Almost Live from Big D's Party mm-hmm. Palace. And I tell you, it is almost live in here today, isn't oh, it? Yeah, it's live. Almost live, yeah. As <laughs> um, soon as somebody else comes in, it'll be a liver. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, uh, news story today. City Council voted to not to fight a $300, $300,000 lawsuit claim about a uh, girl that got a woman who got killed in a car wreck because of a police chase. And uh, the lawyer, Lynn Coyle, is arguing that uh, they're not enforcing their uh, policies on police chases, so they should be liable. That's mm-hmm. what they said. But city council's fighting it. Three hundred mm-hmm. grand now, you know, they probably spend that much on toilet paper. Well, I'm sure <laughs> they do, but yeah, whatever. Uh, so, uh, what is that all about? What is that? Ple- First of all, what started this? Well, let's yeah, let's go back. So on March fourth of twenty sixteen, uh, El Paso police were staking out a house on Robinson Street. This is uh, reported on El Paso Matters uh, Robinson on, on Robinson Street. Street and Kern in Kern yeah and they suspected home burglars were targeting the area uh, they watched uh, the home for several minutes and after seeing two alleged burglars exit the home uh, the officers chose not to make an arrest uh-huh but they followed the the alleged right. burglars um, so then those alleged burglars start picking up the pace and the chase starts right wow okay um, now they're speeding down stan street uh-huh um lights blazing well wee-oo, let's wee-oo, get into that wee-oo. actually um when the suspects began speeding on stan street the undercover officers in an unmarked car without any lights on or sirens began a high-speed chase a second officer in a marked car joined the chase and may or may not have had their lights on. So where was where was the marked car in the chase? Was it behind the unmarked car? Was it in front of the unmarked car? You know, my... I don't know. Uh-huh. I can't it say, doesn't say. I can't say, say for huh? certain. I can't say yeah. for certain. Um, at times, the officer in the unmarked car was traveling uh, more than 60 miles an hour uh-huh. in a 30-mile-an-hour zone, and the marked car was traveling upwards of 70 in well, the same area. Mark Carr was trying, trying to catch up. Right, right. Probably. It's behind. It's in behind. It's then. behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's so see. You got, That's when... Um, let's see here. You got these alleged burglars, right? Alleged. I don't know. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, so far, they haven't been convicted of anything, right? Do you to, know? To this day, I think so, they're not. Uh, but... Uh, and they start speeding, and, and the cop starts chasing them? You think mm-hmm. you think they say, hey, there's a cop in that unmarked car back there? Or what? First of all, first of all... Good point. First of all, what what are the cops doing staking out a possible burglar site? They're, see, there's more to that story. They're not telling us the whole, the whole story there. Like because, I mean, maybe somebody tipped them off to these burglars, these alleged burglars, you know, and the cops are following their car already. Mm-hmm. 
six Good cars, news. right? They had six cars. Well, let me get to that here in a sec. So the, right there at, at Stanton and I, I believe at Schuster, um, the alleged burglars sideswipe a Hyundai and strike a Ford Fusion, which uh, is who the vic- what the victims were driving. Oh yeah, well, Fusion man, Ford Fusion, yeah, Fusion. So, right, that was what like six empty beer cans, you something know, like that, something like that. So. Uh, getting into what you were you were talking about right now, um, this is according to uh, some case text uh, here available to all. It says Officer Nicholas Villalobos began to follow them in an unmarked police unit. Appellees allege that the teenage suspects then realized they were being followed and increased their rate of speed to avoid apprehension. They turned wow. onto Stan Street heading south while Officer Villalobos was in pursuit at a high rate of speed. He did not engage any emergency lights or siren, and soon six other El Paso police vehicles joined the pursuit. Appellees allege that only one of the units was a marked police unit that had its lights and siren engaged. Wow. Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. See, they must have been on an operation, right? I mean, other, otherwise, are, well, do, you think there are, do you think there are that many unmarked police cars driving down the street I know, every how day? Many you know? Well, that's where you think, like, oh, well, there were surely there wasn't just one car at this if they were doing a stakeout or something, right? Yeah. So, so um, newly elected Eighth Court of Appeals Justice Lisa Soto said the officers failed to assess the risks of high of a high speed chase, and the officers knew the address of the suspects and could have arrested them later or arrested them as they walked out of the house they were burglarizing. Oh well, so obviously. She, Obviously, somebody uh, dropped the dime on these kids, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody ratted them out, and uh, they the cops were following them. They were mm-hmm. they weren't staking out a house. They were following these kids in this car, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. And rather than stopping them sooner, they right were they trying to get back to their their hangout and their lair? Bust their their lair. Criminals have their lairs. Lairs, yeah, full of like. Stereo equipment and yeah. old tube TVs or something like that. I don't know. But so to bring it full circle, yeah. So the city is fighting this uh, $300,000 uh, settlement, which is kind of the MO of the of the city. Who's would that be in the purview of the city manager yeah the Who's ch- city the is under because police the city attorney. chief the police chief is under uh the city manager tommy gonzalez and it's uh under uh a sub city manager mm-hmm. and it's that girl uh the old librarian from new york whatever her name is mm. yeah I, she knows I how to keep secrets so yeah the cops were following these kids they could have stopped them anytime but mm-hmm. then right the city fights it the city mm-hmm. says, you can't sue us. We're the government, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the... I forget if you said it, but city council's alleging that you cannot... Sovereign immunity. Yeah, immunity. Yeah. Sovereign immunity. There's two types of sovereign immunity. Mm-hmm. One is absolute immunity and one is qualified immunity. What sovereign immunity means is you can't sue the government unless the government says you can. So mm. so the city uh, decided, no, you can't sue us. Mm-hmm. They were just doing their job, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And so they've hired an outside counsel to uh, contest this, right? Mm-hmm. Or they approve the hiring of an outside county right. counsel. You know, uh, we should have lawyers on city staff. We should have some lawyers on city staff, don't you think? Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. Well, we do. What? Don't we? We have a city attorney. City attorney guess, and a bunch a... of city sub-attorneys. I mean, there's a bunch of attorneys there. Mm-hmm. You know. You'd think. Attorneys, don't get me started. Okay, so yeah, we'll see how that turns out. I'm sure. I hope the uh, consulting attorney we're hiring costs less than $300,000. Because otherwise it seems like a bad idea. But no, mm-hmm. the city... The city has a policy of always fighting the lawsuits because they don't want people suing them a bunch. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the other thing, Title Forty Two is ending on May eleventh. Title Forty Two is the Trump era policy continued by the Biden administration to uh, not allow asylum seekers into the country on the grounds that they might be transmitting COVID. Mm-hmm. But now the COVID health emergency is over, so that's a poor excuse now. So they're talking about ending Title 42 on May 11th, which means mm-hmm. we're going to have a, a thousand people a day. Influx, yeah. Whatever, whatever customs will let in, it's kind of up to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, those people will spend the night in El Paso and then go on to greener pastures. Even they don't want to stay in El Paso. And uh, they'll go where they know somebody, where they got kin, where they got a sponsor or something. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I reckon they'll go, a lot of them will go to Florida, you know. Right. Ronda Nueva York. Nueva York. No, uh, Cubans. Cubans can come in now. What is it now? Right. Cubans, Haitians, Nicaraguan. Adding Cubans, Haitians, and Nicaraguans to the list of countries whose migrants could apply for temporary humanitarian parole into the U.S. See, to... To get asylum granted... You have to show you have a credible fear of staying in your country. Mm. And uh, there are various classes that uh, qualify. Like uh, if you're a, a victim of domestic abuse, that's a credible fear if you can prove it, you know. Mm-hmm. If uh, you're gay in a country that is mean to gays, you know, or kills mm-hmm. them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's another protected class. But yeah, uh, you can't show up at the uh, border and say, "Yeah, I, I, I want a better job." Mm-hmm. You know, you can't say, "Yeah, I'm going to work at McDonald's." You know, even though there we're are, short. there are jobs here for migrants if they want them. I don't know how you go and apply for that. I mean, I think you need to have the, that employer lined up, right? Right, right. And they have to kind of, they, same thing with the uh, 
sponsor they kind of vouch for you and yeah that's like an h1b1 or h1b2 or something like that and that's a real funny job sometimes you see these ads in the newspaper for they're looking for an employee and they say uh we're looking for such and such a specific job title and the person should have knowledge of these computer programs, you know, and uh, should be fluent in uh, English and Dutch, you know, something like that, you know. You know, I mean, they're, they're describing a specific person who can qualify for the job, who can get the job, and so they can say, oh, we couldn't find anybody else. This is the only guy that's qualified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, yeah, they're making the... Uh yeah, the listing for a specific person. That's a, uh, that's a whole different way thing. To do it. You know what it is? People don't want those migrants because, uh, you know, they're afraid of uh, diluting the culture. That's a tradition as old as America. Right. Right. A tradition as old as America. We don't want those people coming in and bringing their culture in. I like the culture, you know. I, I, I mean, I like the variety of cultures. I, I don't want a uh, soup. I want a salad, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to go to uh, Chinatown, mm-hmm. and uh, I wish yeah. there was some place in El Paso where they had good Mexican food, you know. I know, if only. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think it's time to take a break. I'm gonna go get a beer at the bar. Maybe shot. I don't know. Is it when you're listening to this? Is it too early for me to have a drink? Okay. Thanks for uh, stopping by. We'll be back in a minute. Okay. Hey, we're back. You know what you don't hear enough of these days is James Brown. We need some, like, 1974 vintage James Brown. Yeah. Yeah, who's pl- who plays any funk these days? It's, I don't know. It's not popular, I guess. Well, you know what? Yeah. Bruno Mars has a couple of songs that are funky, but, you know. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but that's not what I want to talk to you about today. The news reports... This is from the El Paso Times that the city is getting 300 surveillance cameras to put up in uh, entertainment districts and bus stops and uh, wherever, wherever you need one. So uh, there will be a... Yeah, it says here 44 priority venues. 300 cameras for 44 venues. Uh, works out to about eight and a half venues a camera. So, uh, camera's a venue. But yeah, hey, congratulations. You're about to be on TV. And uh, how about that? Here, the story in the Times says something interesting. It says that oh, all the cool kids are doing it. It says uh, uh, Juarez is getting in on the act with 7,800 cameras. 1,700 license plate readers and 70 drones. You think so? Damn. 70 drones? You think Warriors is really going to do all that? Um, I see where they're building the Sentinel Tower. They're fixing mm-hmm. to do it, you know. But I remember when they were going to build a, 
a monorail that went from uh, Santa Teresa, San Jeronimo, mm-hmm. oh, damn. down to Fabens, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Tornillo, maybe. But yeah, they were going to build a monorail, so I'm still waiting on that one, too. Yeah. Uh, imagine that if Juarez has all that stuff going on there. You know, there was a a uh, podcast I was listening to a few years ago where they would have aerial surveillance that's just constant, and then when a crime happens, they go back into the video and trace where those people go. And uh-huh. I don't know if they are doing that in Juarez yet. Yeah, maybe they need to with all these cartel crimes. Uh, they're not doing it. They're probably not doing it in Juarez, but they're probably doing it in, like... Uh, Beirut, you know they got mm-hmm. the they got the the uh, satellites, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I read something where uh, some sniper took a shot from uh, through a narrow like down an alley through a window, you know, through two windows like some James Bond thing, you know. Oh wow! And he uh, shot some Americans, and they were able to go back and figure out where he was. Do satellite imagery, but that's that? like that's like the NSF. That's like everything's going on these days. Is that mm-hmm. they're they've got they're watching everything. Your phone mm-hmm. is listening to you right now. My phone is listening to me right now, and it might be the only one. But uh, <laughs> uh, they're listening to you all the time, and then but you know mostly they don't go look at it till they uh, till they want to find out about you, right? And then they spin the dials, and boom, 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 your whole life comes up. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Am I being paranoid? I don't know. So what do you what do you really tell us? What you really think? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, good video surveillance. You know, if like they always say, if you're not doing anything, you've got nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Which is you know problem for those of us that do stuff. You know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a little torn. Yeah, there's definitely a civil liberty issue there, but at the same time, if you know, video is a perfect witness. <clears throat> Nor usually, <laughs> yeah. Video uh, can be manipulated, but you know. But uh, you know, like those auditors, like those First Amendment auditors that go around shooting pictures, taking videos of the police and everything mm-hmm. in public. You know, if it's in public, it's in public, right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean. Hopefully, they're not going to put a surveillance camera inside Big D's Party Palace, where the fun never stops till the cops come twice. So, yeah, you know, I don't, right. you know, if you can see it from the sidewalk, you can film it. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's what's good for the goose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. It's an interesting thing, interesting thing. And, but, yeah, I'm thinking... 7,800 cameras in Juarez and 30 drones. Wow. Whack. Pretty wild. So, yeah, this whole El Paso, all these cameras in El Paso are funded by a $7 million uh, fund from American Rescue Plan funding. So, at least it's not coming out of our pocket yet. Well, what is that? That's not the CARES Act, right? American Rescue. I forget. Yeah. Is that the CARES Act? 
the White House. I don't know. I'm not sure I want to read anything. American Rescue Plan Act of 2021, also called COVID-19 Stimulus Package or American Rescue Plan. Oh, it's I get it. It's a $1.9 trillion dollar economic That's money stimulus. they were supposed to give to small businesses to keep them open. But instead, they decided to buy cameras and real estate with it. Nice. Huh. Well, there's that. You can... Uh, Read it here. They, uh, uh, the assistant police chief. Hang on a second. I'll find it here. Oh yeah. Are we going to be a safe, a city that's safe, or one that's under constant surveillance? Lisa Turner told city council. Let's see. You know to. To be on the on the pro side, you know there are we, we've seen a little more violence in Cincinnati. You know over there in North Carolina, there are neo-Nazi accelerationists who are shooting at power stations. Um, you know, if you can capture that so that you can prosecute people, or you know, you know yeah, they're saying that uh, they're trying to justify the cameras by saying they improve first responder efficiency. You know. Okay, I don't know what that means because of <laughs> first responder. Well, are they looking at the video before they go and... Yeah. yeah I don't you know. know, I mean, there are enough probably eyewitnesses, you know, if, if there's a... It seems like they're pretty good at catching the guys on Cincinnati who go and start fights or, or shoot guns in, in bars. Yeah. At certain bars on Cincinnati Street. Um, so I don't know how yeah, it the helps Cincinnati first crime responder, but it helps later on in court where you have, you know. Well, I'm just wondering, you know, that's a questionable use of the American Rescue Plan Act. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like buying well, that goes the, without saying. Yeah, like buying those buildings. Those buying $13 million the city spent acquiring new real estate with CARES funding. Oh, back in the day, back in the day. Three years ago. So what else you got? What else is news? Tucker Carlson got canned. Mm -hmm. So did Don Lemon. But you know what I said when I heard that? Who the hell is Don Lemon, man? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you think that you think there was like a, a a prisoner swap? You think they did the prisoner swap? One one for one? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He uh, unknown exactly why he got fired, but maybe he challenged a, a Republican geo uh, Republican presidential candidate a little too firmly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so who knows? Okay, well, I guess that's it for us today. Thanks for stopping by Big D's Party Palace for this episode of El Chuqueño Presents Almost Live. Be sure to stop by the website. Sometimes there's something interesting going on there. ElChuqueño.com. El Chuqueño, really, because you can't put an N-A in the URL. we got to fix that. Okay, today's coffee has today's episode has been brought to you by Black Coffee. Water, remember, you are water. And not, but not Hostess Twinkies. Golden sponge cake with a cream filling. Uh, okay, see you next time. Thanks for stopping by.